O3 Mining, I am Jose Vizquerra, President and CEO. We have a 3.9 million ounce deposit in one of the most prospective grounds in the world called Valdeur in Quebec, Canada. We have $140 million market cap with $100 million in cash and a project that is moving towards pre-feasibility. Good to see you, Jose. Great to see you, my friend. You're here in London yeah, uh, for the conference. Years after. Oh, I know, it's so long. It's so long. You're you happy to be, actually be at a conference. You must be. I am happy to be out of my house. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> me here, man. I have some sympathy. Um, so you, before we came here, you were in Germany. You're kind of doing a European road trip and sort of uh, hoping to meet shareholders and some, some new investors as well. How's yeah, we believe that this is a, a good time to actually see investors, uh, the ones that could be seen. Mm-hmm. And this is the right time, not only because of what we have in our projects, but what is happening in the world. There is this sentiment that something is about to happen in the gold sector finally. I'm hearing the same um, thing, yeah. Most of the fundamentals are there uh, this time. They were there last year as well, but I, I want to believe that this year will be different. Uh, in any case, there is, uh, there is one thing that now has happened that didn't happen last year, and that is that we have seen now gold go, going over $1,800 per ounce for more than one week, maybe that will bring as a consequence that a lot of the shorts will go away. Maybe that means that now the guys that knows more about economics are actually framing this better in terms of a, a, a moment for gold. I don't have all the answers, but certainly the sentiment is a very good sentiment, though. Oh, for sure. Look, we'll talk about, you know, you can control what you can control in, in a second. But yeah, we're hearing the same thing in terms of what, what some of the brokers and some of the banks are um, suggesting will happen next year. And it seems to be gold will be pushed into the market and, uh, and to um, many, certainly on the retail side, institutions talking the same language to, the, to us. It'll be interesting. But I think what's fascinating is the fact that all those fundamentals were there in 2021, but there wasn't the movement. There just wasn't that movement towards gold. It, it didn't see its day in the sun. So any thoughts on why? Yeah, and, and I think it's part of what we have been talking for quite some time now. You know? we, we have to do what we have to do. Mm. And some things you cannot accelerate. I mean, you cannot put the previsibility before. You have to do the groundwork. Uh, I, I guess we are in a sense lucky, like all, all the hard work that has been done now will be delivered now in a year that could be a much better year for gold. Mm. Uh, we will be having uh, results at Camflow, which is the extension of the Camflow mine from the old Berwick with high grade. Mm-hmm. And we have very good holes from before. There we will have our Marban resource, which will be the, the, the major stone to build the pre-feasibility, and that's in Q1. We will have the resource at Bulldog, where we put a lot of results last year. But for people, just to receive results is different than when you receive, OK, now I know how many ounces are in here. Now I can multiply how this can extend mm-hmm. and show size. And finally, we'll finish with our pre-feasibility study, which I think that will be a very important milestone for us. Because one thing is a PEA, where by definition is a could have up to a 50% yeah. of uncertainties to a, a pre-feasibility study where you have to acute that to a 20% yeah. of uncertainties. Yeah. So now you are going very close towards production. I think we're demonstrating 
not only that we are being systematic in our work, but that everything that we have been telling the market and our investors, we have been doing that. And maybe we are lucky enough that this time happens even with a better gold price, which always is a great thing. Well, it's funny, there's two things going on here. Sorry, I, I appreciate what you're saying, PA, what it could have, PFS, what it should have, and, and feasibility study, what, what, it, what it will have. But there's a funny thing going on here, and then this year seeing precious metal uh, equities under a little bit of pressure because the gold price has been kind of fine. I mean, anything above yeah. $16.50, I'm kind of fine with that. I'd be happy if that was the long-term average. But people talking about it needing to be consistently over 1800 that's a sentiment conversation, right? You don't need it to be 1800 but the market does. Yeah. Equities do. But as a business, you make a lot of money even at 1650 right? At $1,450. At $1,450, well, you, yeah, you still make money. 1650 even yeah. better. But um, the, the point is the, the, the equities markets seems to want to go to hit this 2000 number. That's that's a kind of uh, yeah. the 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 gold the gold standard, as it were, um, mm -hmm. for people to say. Well, do you know what? Gold's gold's going to be really interesting at that point. Gold companies are well, what I, I need to I, be in. I think the market has already started to change. I think the brokers are coming in into the stories. We have seen a lot of our own companies moving. Like we were not moving from two dollars for a number of months, mm. and only after the last two weeks, like we are at two sixteen. Uh, which is already an advancement. I'm not saying yeah. it's great, but I mean, from two to two sixteen is 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 That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, in the case, for example, of of other companies, we have seen them moving as well. Some of them even more. I think that at the same time, uh, one of the catalysts that I truly believe that moves the sentiment to that point is the fact that the majors are starting to act. Mm. And in, in, the takeover of Newcrest, for right. example, okay. of um, Pretium was yep. very important mm -hmm. because I think this shows that the major companies are realizing that there is a bull market and they must have things and they're going to start buying producers and then developers, which will be us, and then will trickle to the, to the more juniors. Um, I certainly believe that this environment of activity in mergers and acquisitions with a better gold price crossing the bar of what was unprecedented before the $1,800 moving to $2,000 seeing uh, some of the cryptocurrencies not moving as much as they were moving and yeah. people moving into gold I, I, I think something is cooking I don't know into what dimension but I, I certainly feel uh, very confident no? yeah I, I agree with you on, on, on all of that I want to talk about the things that you've done this year, which you think you can benefit from, mm -hmm. from next year. Because obviously the market wasn't rewarding some of the things that you're doing, right? Yeah. And we've had some robust conversations about where value lies within your company, right? Not just yeah. the cash position, you know, um, but in terms of each and individual asset in itself, you would argue could be worth today's market cap. Would Much you? More. Uh, no, but I mean, individually, each one of them could be oh, yeah, 150 could. million, yeah. right? So it's a case of, you know, what do you think you've done this year, mm -hmm. which is going to be have value released next year into the kind of environment you're describing? Yeah, so the first thing we did strategically was to build cash. So we spent a lot of our efforts on divesting assets for a percentage of other companies rather than for money. So although now reflecting money, I think will be much more valuable as we continue. Mm -hmm. One of the 
most important things we did was to put together into Monita Gold that Garrison project, yeah. which now is we sold it for I think it was forty five, and now it's probably worth sixty. And all depends if Monita does well, then that will be an extra. The other thing we did is we we started to drill the infill at Marvan in mm-hmm. order to have the resource, in order to do the pre-feasibility yeah. study. So we did all the infill drilling and also some drilling in the exteriors of the pits, which mm-hmm. now we see that they are growing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have those results by the first quarter of 2022. We were drilling Bulldog, uh, but on a spacing that did not allow us to put it into an inferred resource. But we know that it has the size of yeah. plus 300,000 ounces, let's yeah. say, because you just multiply it. And now we're going to be able to have a resource, one more campaign, and then the resource will be done in Q3. Mm-hmm. So all the steps that we were following were previous steps to what we will deliver in 2022, which if you ask me, I think 2022 is the year of O3 mining. I mean, with, with, with no doubts. We were able to find uh, old information about Canflow. Took us um, around six months to put all together. Mm-hmm. And now we are ready to drill. We're drilling as we speak. Okay. We expect to have the first results there by January okay. of next year. Hopefully, we can hit in December. It's so visual that we can put out into the market and say, here is like 10 meters of mm-hmm. something that looks very good, and we will wait for January for results. Uh, but in any case, I think that these catalysts are going to be very important. Canflow in January, mm. March with the resource for Marvan, around September, the resource for uh, Bulldog, and uh, fourth quarter to have the pre-fees. Yeah. So I think all those things are laying out the program that we have. We have enough money to do uh, our program in exploration for the next year because we will continue to look for a discovery as well. I think yeah. that could be a very important catalyst for us in a story like ours. No? So you, you said earlier, um, look, if this doesn't come together, given the two resources, the PFS, if this doesn't come together, we've got to rethink something. something something's not quite right here. I, I don't want to think that would be the case. But no. what, is, what, is the, what is the kind of most meaningful thing that you could do if you're rethinking your but strategy? If, if the market doesn't pay in terms of our share price going up, it does not mean that we cannot continue to execute the plan. The plan is to put this into production. If I don't get the market appreciation with the pre-feasibility, well, move up to the feasibility. And that's going to cost an extra $5 million. Do we have the money to do that? Yes. Okay. And then the feasibility will be there. Right. With a feasibility in hand, yeah. you can go and either raise money or take loans. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that we cannot build the mine. So you just start becoming an ATA. So the plan, the plan is very clear. It is just frustrating as a CEO trying to For do the sure. right thing to see your stock not moving anywhere and to have $140 million market cap and $100 million in cash, which means that they're paying $40 per ounce for 4 million ounces, which is very frustrating. It is but, frustrating. <laughs> this is but, frustrating. But, but there is a moment where yeah. we as executives need yeah. to you know, chin up, keep doing the job, yeah. and eventually the market comes yeah. And you get a reward for doing the right things. So what are you saying? For you, in your mind, the worst thing, the worst case scenario for you is we just take this through into production with the cash flow we've got and obviously the, the study of feasibility study, which say we can go and, go and borrow some money to produce some cash. So you become a cash machine. That's the worst case for you. No, I, I would say our vision is to put into production. Sure. But I don't want it to sound as if the worst thing is that we have to take it into production. We will take it into production. 
the, it is the worst case scenario in terms of uh, the value of money because if I if I raise the money when I'm at four bucks, a dilution is minimum. Mm-hmm. If I raise the money at two bucks, yeah. it's not ideal. That is the worst scenario that we get more dilution because we were not paid by the market in order to do this combination between equity and loans. I understand. Yeah, I, 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 I understand. So, in, in terms of the conversations you're having around Europe, mm-hmm. are you seeing m- much more institutional activity? Because they're they're they've got a sense of what's coming down the line, right? They're usually the first to move. Well, so. th- th- there was no institutional activity for two years. Now you do see that. Uh, now you see pockets on, of money that will be deployed, yeah. and uh, and that is very important. Um, you see again the sentiment changing, and 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 more important, y- the stocks are moving. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, this is not. Chicha, the stocks are moving. Uh, our our trading has been changing. The volume that we have been uh, moving now, it's uh, it's a little bit more than before. We now had like a couple of days where we have been trading two hundred fifty thousand ounces, where you know our average is fifty. Yeah. So I, I think that shows a little bit of a change in the. In, in, in the sector, no, in general. Well, it's interesting, actually. We, we had someone on earlier who talked about um, the, you know, fund managers meeting up at COP26 and um, the total allocation of funds out of 90 billion was 57 billion of that towards projects which met ESG standards, yeah. right? That's huge. So it, you've just put out your first ESG report. We did, yeah, last year. Right, and that is that. I mean, has that been well received? Has it been well understood? Are people demanding more of you? You know, did you get it right? I think it was very well received. I think, in a sense, was even unexpected. Uh, we will continue to produce these these reports because the, the the brilliancy of these reports it's not the report, but it's a comparison between the other reports that you will be doing. So then you can show that there is progress on what you're doing. This is not a matter of being perfect, but of showing progress. Mm. And the other important thing is that we were able to get certified by Ecologo, which is yeah. a way on how the Quebec uh, government, no, not the government, but the uh, the, uh, the association of, uh, of explorators, prospectors do, in, in order to make sure that everyone follows the best standards. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were, I think, the third company on, on accomplishing that. And, you know, that sets kind of a cookie cutter on what you have to, to continue to do, no? Yeah. And you say, again, it's, it's talking about frustration, because I, I, I want, I, you know, I want to push you on You this really want to take my frustration. I want to take really want, 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 want you to share this with us. I don't, <laughs> I'm going to yell, I promise. I'm going to keep my Latin bland down. I'm not going to yell. I'm going to give it here. I'm going to poke away so I get something from it. But, but do you know what I mean? There, there is a frustration, because I, I think... You've you've built a company based on fundamentals, right? Yes. We've had some great conversations. Some of my favorite conversations with you in terms of the way you laid out the business case, right? So, um, got to give that to you. And the fundamentals are there, yes. but it, the, the frustration for you is that the market has not been there, has not looked at it. Do you think that that's a Quebec thing? Or do you think that's a Canada thing? Do you think well, the market so- has not been for anyone. Yeah, uh, in okay. general, um, we see what happened to every single company in the sector last mm. year. It was a horrific year. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, probably was a better time for the different funds to to pick it up. And if we see where we are now, I mean, to 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 your audience, I mean, yeah. this is the time where you should be looking at the different curves that are starting to do this to realize that you're buying at the bottom. 
it, it everything seems to go in the direction where next year we will see a, a very big run uh, and, and and I think is is a great start to start seeing this now in November we usually don't mm. see this in November you start seeing this like increase around, uh, around yeah. January yeah yeah so I think tax uh, sell has already happened and we're starting to see some yeah some I, mean, I, I, I think where I was going with this and like I think you're cheap at the moment I think that's yeah we are I don't say that about a lot of companies because yeah. you always want to deal, right? But I, I think you're, you're cheap at the moment for what you've got in relation to some of the peer analysis that we, we've looked at. Um, so we know what you're going to do first quarter yeah. next year. That's, that, that's clear as crystal. Do you think there's anything else you need to do or do you just stick to the plan? Yeah, I need to call the attention of the market. I mean, I'm going to continue being inexpensive if I don't show the market that there's a size, that it's not only Marban, but there is opportunities to find more, and that this is a privileged ground. Mm. Because at the end, part of having this rediscovery of Camflow is telling the market, hey, like there is another million ounces, and these million ounces are of six, six grams, which could be the implication could be that now we could be instead of 115,000 ounces per year. At 150 to 160,000 ounces per year. So now you have a, even a more robust project as you continue to do the work in Bulldog and showing that yeah. if that has the size, then you can start producing that in Orbel. So suddenly we're building what we wanted to build from the very beginning an intermediate producer in the next seven years. So that means you start with Marvan and then Bulldog comes into production. And then between both, we will have a 200,000 ounces production company. Uh, in one of the most prospective grounds in the world. Okay, and I think I think the, the kind of the the, mm. the 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 long pole in the tent here is always right when you get into production. People are concerned mm. about that. You'd say to them what? I've been telling everyone twenty twenty six, and the yeah. rationale for that. I think I've been very honest. Uh, you cannot start any part of the permitting process until the feasibility has been filed, mm -hmm. and the reason for that. Uh, for saying that it's 2026 is what we're thinking is we get the pre-fees now this year, uh, 2022, we'll mm -hmm. get the, the fees in Q4. We will get the fees in the middle of Q of 20, Q2 2023. Mm -hmm. And then there is two years of process for permitting. It, it takes between a year to a year and a half. We're Say saying two years. Two years. Okay. We're saying two right. years. And, and after that, you start building. Okay. Now, with the permitting, the fact that you're in permitting does not mean that you cannot be advancing other things in parallel. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think those who has a little bit more of experience in mining knows that those are the things that you should be doing and that we will be doing. Okay. Look, Jose, um, I know you've got meetings across the road. Yeah, I know. You got investors so to meet. <laughs> Lovely so to see time. you in the flesh. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Good luck with the rest of the, uh, the week pressing the flesh. Uh, we'll see you soon, perhaps over Zoom. Absolutely. Thank you so much and great to see you in person.